Welcome back to Black Hole Sun Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all the weird and wacky stuff like astrology, cults, aliens, which is my favorite. Um, we talk about it here. I'm your host, Moss, and for this episode, we're going to talk about Edgar Allan Poe, the fame acclaimed mysterious writer of The Raven. If you don't know that poem, I suggest you check it out. It's his most popular one. Um, Edgar Allan Poe, who was born Edgar Poe, January 19th, 1809, um, was an American writer, poet, and editor, and literary critic. Like I said, he's best known for The Raven, but he also is well known for his other poetries and short stories, especially the tales of mystery and the macabre. He's widely regarded as century figurehead of romanticism in the United States in literature, and he was one of the country's earliest practitioners of short stories. He's literally known as the forefather or the starter, I guess. I don't know what you would call him, of short stories. Um, prior to him, there really wasn't anyone else doing that style of writing. Um, he also, apparently, I didn't know this, but he also invented the detective fiction genre, which further kind of, and he kind of contributed to sci-fi as well. Um, he had a really sad <laughs> life. He really did. He, at an early age, he was born in Boston to David and Elizabeth Poe. Um, the father, his both his parents were actors. So right there, if you're an actor and you're listening to this, you know that even back then, you know, actors didn't make a lot of money. They're just entertainers. Um, but he had a really tragic life. His dad abandoned the family and then his mother died. And then soon after that, his father died as well. And he was taken to an orphanage. He... This is another fun fact about him. I don't know how fun, but his adoptive parents, who were also his godparents, gave him the name Alan. It's not a middle name. I always thought Edgar Allan Poe, that Alan was his middle name, but not really. The family who adopted him at an early age after his parents died were John and Francis Allen of Richmond, Virginia. So he adopted the name, but for some reason we all kind of think of it as a middle name, but it's not. It's actually another last name. He had a couple of, the man had a really tragic life. He went off to college to the University of Virginia. Um, even though his adoptive father was very rich, he didn't give him any money and left him with nothing when he went to school. So Edgar Allan Poe decided to gamble and he was really good at it. So yeah, he old a lot of people, a lot of money. He then after, well, his dad, his, his, his adopted dad had to step in and pay some of his debts off. He decided to join the army, but he had a, a different name. He went under a, a different name. Um, and from there he started, after he left the army, he started writing poetry and he worked for different publications. He was he had a lucrative career as a liter, liter, literary 
if I can get the word out, literary critic. So he critiqued a lot of um, different writers of the time. I was watching this um, doc and he they, they were sharing the different things he would say about writers. And he was really brutal. I mean, the guy obviously was very smart, but incredibly brutal when he came to critiquing these writers. Um, one point he actually went to West Point as well to the military academy. But after he was done with all that, he kind of tried to make his name as a literary writer and a writer himself. Um, he wasn't too, he was somewhat successful. Um, the Raven, obviously in, in 1845, when he published the Raven made him, you know, successful, he became famous, but we all know that fame doesn't equal, you know, money like a lot of modern details, just because you're famous doesn't mean you're rich. You know, you could be rich and famous, but, you know, fame does not equal, you know, a large amount of money. And he himself, even though he was so famous, he didn't have a lot of money. Um, he also married his 13-year-old cousin, which was kind of strange. <laughs> He, he had a couple of sort of strange things happen to him in his lifetime. He, just a very strange and crazy character. I think the most, not fascinating, I don't want to say fascinating, but the most interesting thing about his life was actually his death. His mysterious and timely death. Um, so on October 3rd, 1849, Poe was found delirious on the streets of Baltimore in great distress and in need of immense assistance, according to jo Joseph W. Walker, who found him. He was taken to Washington Medical College, where he died on Sunday, October 7th, 1849, at 5 o'clock in the morning. Poe was not coherent long enough to explain how he came to be in dire condition and oddly was wearing clothes that were not his own. He said to have repeatedly called out the name Reynolds the night before his death, though it's unclear to who he was referring to. Some sources are saying that Poe's final words were, Lord, help me, my poor soul, and, and medical records have been lost, including Poe's death certificate. Newspapers at the time reported Poe's death as congestion of the brain or cerebral inf uh, inflammation, or I guess like a, a brain tumor as well, because he was he was a heavy drinker. Obviously, you can see he was a tortured soul, so he was a heavy drinker. The actual cause of death remains a mystery because they lost their records. And speculation is delirium, heart disease. There's a bunch of different things. Um, one theory dating from 1872 suggests that cooping was the cause of Poe's death, a form of election fraud in which citizens were forced to vote for a particular candidates, sometimes leading to violent and even murder. So... Back in the day, they used to do this thing called cooping. And I looked it up, and it's basically mostly run by, like, organized crimes, like the mob. And they would get, like, mostly drunks off the street. Like, you know, really poor people and drunk people that they could intimidate that had no power whatsoever. But mostly people who suffer from alcoholism. Um, and they would literally threaten them and say, hey, you have to go in there and vote. So they would switch up their outfits and change them up and have them wear different outfits and have them vote a bunch of times for a certain candidate. Um, apparently these candidates voted, you know, 
were trying to get the votes, um, but they would pay these like mobs or thugs to to organize people to go in there and vote several times. Um, highly illegal, you know. Obviously, it's very legal nowadays. Um, so they believed he was doing that, and that's what happened to him when he was in when all this happened. And because of the excessive of his alcoholism, he just couldn't take it in and, and somehow because of all the binging and drinking, he got to a point where he became delirious and he forgot what he was doing. There was some, they're also saying that there was may have been like some, we really don't know because what a mystery, his death certificate and his records disappeared. So it could be attached to some mob, you know, someone heard that he's, he was dying and they were like, Hey, we better get in there and steal his records. Um, so it could be that, you know, he went and he did the cooping and then he drank so much. Maybe he was just, maybe they beat him up. I don't know. Who knows? Who honestly knows? This guy's life was a mystery. He, his one love, um, died. A lot of people in his life died of tuberculosis. Um, his one wife, Virginia Clems, they were married for 11 years until her death, which is, I, I understand is what inspired the Raven, her death. You know, um, if you've ever heard the Raven, you know, that it's a man who starts seeing things and is pining for his, his loved one who, is gone. So I, I am pretty sure that she inspired it. Um, he had a really crazy life, like gambling and drinking and going back and forth. He wasn't stable. Um, he didn't have a good relationship with the stepdad. I mean, not the stepdad, his adopted dad. Last time his adopted dad saw him, he went to go see his adopted dad who was sick, who was dying. And he is adopted dad. John and Helen literally threatened him. Like the man's dying. He took the last of his energy to threaten him. Um, what we know about Edgar Allen, you know, it's been passed down, but how do we know, you know, um, how do we know who this real person is? Um, let's take a quick commercial break and I'm going to give you a little rundown of what I think Mr. Edgar Allen Poe was like back in the day. And we're back. You know what I just realized? I realized this is episode 12. I am just flabbergasted that I got to 12 episodes of this podcast. Um, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I know a lot of you guys, a lot of you individuals out there are, um, are repeat listeners. So appreciate it. Really, thank you. Thank you for the bottom of my heart for all the support. Um, I love it. I truly do. Um, I really have a good time doing this and just chatting away about different subjects. But, you know, let's, let's, thank you. Let's dive into this episode a little more. So like I said previously, good old Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, you know, the man had a very, really tortured life. I mean, from early on, his parents died. He he didn't get along that well with his adopted father. Um, 
the little money. The man was rich, but he gave him a little bit of money. And when he actually got out of the house and went to college, which, you know, he paid for, he didn't give him any money to live his life. So he made a lot of, a lot of bad decisions, a lot of bad, bad decisions. And just the guy had a, like a tough life. Um, you can really read it in his, his writing, a lot of his writing, very tortured, very sorrowful. Um, if you have to read one thing of his, I mean, I suggest you read the short stories. They're amazing. But if you have to read one thing of his, definitely read The Raven. That's It's just well written. It, it's obvious that the man was incredibly intelligent. Um, he is the modern father of horror, um, short stories. I didn't realize mysteries, you know, as well, like mystery novels. He really kind of laid the foundation for all these different genres in writing. Um, and even his um, critiquing, his his writing as a critique, as a liter- literary critique, he really, did, he really didn't hold back. He was very, um, I just remember a couple of the, the, the critics or the critiques he had for certain writers, which is funny because a lot of those writers that he kind of had something to say about they're not around anymore like i'm like some of those writers i'm like oh, i've never even heard of them um and i love literature so he really kind of you know really sort of ruined their careers basically like he he came in he gave them the the, the opinion of their stories and suddenly we never heard from them again um, which is insane that someone has that much power, yet he he had issues with drinking and spending and then his money, you know, like every tortured artist, his money just kind of disappeared because if you're drinking and gambling and just, you know, doing things you're not supposed to, your money totally disappears. So, and even when he had fame, when he caught fame from, from the Raven, he had no money (laughs) he got paid really little i mean back then you know um i mean still to this day writers don't get paid that much money unless you kind of get a popular publication or something or somebody notices you oprah thank god for oprah um but he had fame he had fame because of his writing and he still didn't have money they didn't pay him enough and yet he had and he also had a really bad habit you know he was drinking a lot um, it's just a tortured soul, you know, it's unfortunate. And, and then plus he is like the modern father of horror and he still, he still wasn't as lucrative in his life, like as Stephen King, like Stephen King is making the money, but also you have to think about the times it's the 1800s. Um, you know, people, being a celebrity wasn't such a big deal. Like people didn't have the sort of idol worship that they do now for celebrities like a Stephen King. um, You know, you know, his face, even though he's a writer, you know, what he looks like. Um, And you like, if I saw him on the street, I'd totally fangirl like Edgar Allan Poe, you know, if you've ever seen photos of him, I don't think I would be fangirling over him. And I think it's a different time. You know, people didn't worship celebrities like they did back. They, they, they do now. Like people really worship celebrities. Um, then it was just m- more practicality. 
and he was probably seen as someone like sort of a vagabond, you know, like um, a writer. You're a what? You're a what? That's not a real job, like a writer, like, you know, um, so you've got all that. You've got that sort of significance. Then having both your parents die on you when you're so young. I mean, it can't be, it can't be easy. It can't be easy for anybody. And then having parents who are kind of lackluster, um, it seemed like the only reason that Alan's took him in was because he was their godchild, you know? They felt obligated. So, you know, the way that he treated him seemed like they kind of didn't care for him. So the poor guy was just trying to figure himself out, and he was... You know, he he showed such a side of him through his writing. It's it's just torture and macabre. I mean, horror. You know, that has a lot to do a lot to do with your psyche. You know, that that, that darkness in your spirit. You know, there's so much darkness that comes from horror because of your own torture. You know, I mean, writing and creativity, creativity in general. You know, a lot of people use creativity to sort of express an inner inner demon or inner pain that they have um so he's really like <laughs> if you can see from his writing he was really dark he had a lot like even they show photos of him and he just seems so dark inside and just tortured that's really the word that really describes Edgar Allan Poe just a tortured soul and unfortunately you know, he, he only lived to be, I believe, 40. Um, and he didn't get to enjoy, like now he's just so famous, like everybody knows him, but he didn't get to enjoy the, the, the real unique fame. He didn't get to live a long life. The, the, the life that he lived was mostly tortured. You know, I wondered if he lived past 40, if he would have had a better life, if things would have turned around for him, you know, um, He's a very tragic and sad story. You know, I love his work. I love his short stories. I love his poems. I think they're amazing, but at what cost, you know? Really, he, he bared his soul and it's just sad and just so tormented. So let me know what you think. I'm now I'm sad. <laughs> so sad about it. Like, I'm like, wow, what a hard life, man. Jeez. Um, I mean, there was that part about the 13-year-old cousin. He married his 13-year-old cousin, and well, that's kind of scary. That's just, oh, that's, yeah, that's a little sketch. Um, he, he was definitely just a big hot mess. So why don't you guys let me know what you think, what your thoughts are. I'd love to share your thoughts on the afterthought on YouTube when I make it. So send me your thoughts, your ideas. What do you think of Edgar Allan Poe? Do you like his stuff? Do you not like his stuff? Um, why or why not? I'd love to hear it. I mean, I love his stuff. I like all that horror, dark stuff. Um, I, I am a fan of The Raven. I love that, you know, genre. It's definitely fantastic. Um, but unfortunately, I had no idea about his life. So it's... um sad it's sad sad to hear about what a hard life your one of your favorite writers had so thanks again for listening i really appreciate it um until next time